Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. With me is again Maria Shipley. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon and uh, we've got good results. We had the first podcast last week and in the first six days we had 72 listeners. Oh, that's great. Which is, which is a really good result. So we hope that all 72 are still listening to us. Mm-hmm. Or and more. And more <laughs> this week. And we were going out today to do an outside podcast and a few things came between it. Um... Yeah, first of all, my daughter being ill, and now it's raining outside, mm-hmm. so we've come indoors and changed our topic of the day, and we're talking about games, educational games. One of the things on Pansionsprachschule.de is a category called educational games, and this contains a number of ideas of things to play when you're learning a language, either with your teacher or amongst yourselves, and um, we're going to look at what those games are, and why they're interesting, why we would play these games. And the, the first thing that we see is that there's certainly Scrabble. Scrabble must be a favourite because it's on the website, it's in three languages. So why, right. why Scrabble? Well, I'm a big fan of Scrabble myself. I used to beat my husband playing the English version. Okay. And I do have, even have a Scrabble dictionary, and uh, I think it has a big educational value. And I usually play with my students like at the end of the lesson for the last ten minutes against contrary belief that you always have to finish a game. Okay. So Most people think, oh, I'm not even going to get started on it because I don't have an hour and a half. But even ten minutes are really worth the time, and I, you learn a lot of vocabulary, you, you end up talking, I end up helping the student, I, uh, well, I teach them strategies on mm-hmm. how to beat the others. Sometimes they win against me because I was able to give them a 40-point word, and... Um, And the same thing goes um, not just for playing it with the teacher, but also they learn to love a board game and not just computer games. So they, they don't normally play board games at home? They're no, not used to it? no. When I ask them, of course, most kids play Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, all these games, and I would not encourage that. I encourage board games, mm-hmm. just like in the good old days. And... You've got it here in three languages, so you play Scrabble in all these languages, English, German, French? Uh, unfortunately, I can only play it in German and English. Okay. But um, I do know enough French speakers that I hope uh, would pick up the French version to play that with their kids at home, or also French teachers. So, or, or you can play it in French if you're not so good with a dictionary, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess you could, and I think I could even do that. I had seven years of, you know, gymnasium or prep college French. I think I could, I could try. Gymnasium is grammar school. That's grammar for, school for, 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 in British for English. Brits, yeah. uh, for the Brits, but for the Americans, I guess it would be prep college. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, then we've got here Monopoly. Mm-hmm. So Monopoly is, again, something that's fairly universal. Well, back to Scrabble. Scrabble is obviously different in the different languages, so the different point scores yes, change. You, yes, that's why I have these three versions on there, because they have different letters. Mm-hmm. Like in the English version, you do have a lot of E's, like 12 E's. Yes, E's, e's about one point. I think E's one point. That's right, it's the yeah. lowest number, but you yeah. do need a lot of E's to make words in English, whereas in the German version, you do have like a lot of M's or N's, I believe, and you've got the letters with the umlaut, which which you don't have in English, and uh, uh, I've tried playing the English game with the German letters, and it, it just did not work. work. It doesn't work. I think I had a, a student borrowed it from me or something, and I wanted to play it at home with somebody else. It just doesn't work. There's a reason why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Monopoly is um, here the U.S. version? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I did put in the U.S. version, I think, 
Because that was the only one available at that. Okay, well, I mean, Monopoly is available in different versions. So there's obviously a US version, there's an English version. Right. In Germany, there's several versions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the there's a there's a very old German version. There's a which I've seen, which uh, the the current one is with much more modern streets. The the stations are much more generic: Nordbahnhof, Südbahnhof, mm-hmm. Westbahnhof, Ostbahnhof. Um, and then a couple of years ago, there was a Euro version. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has the European cities and um, icons on them and plays with Euros, Mm -hmm. Deutschmark. And the latest version, which I've now seen in the shops, uh, even does away with the cash. Each player has its own card. So you have a a swipe card. Well, on the credit card, you have a swipe card. Okay. And on the the chip is the amount that you've got left Mm -hmm. and your properties and things. And, yeah, the banker has a chip reader and puts the card in, Cashes the rent, puts the other card in, transfers it. So, mm-hmm. it, very modern. And what I've now read about is that um, they want to do a new version of the German Monopoly right, with, with, with modern cities, modern mm-hmm. icons of the cities. And there's an online vote because they can only fit so many cities on. That's right. Yeah. So there's an online vote on, on the um, Monopoly or Hasbro page to select which cities should be on. So you can go mm-hmm. online and vote. Yeah, I think I saw that too, and yeah. I think I would like to put in my two cents worth. Which are? Well, I guess that would be Berlin for a, a city, or I mean, I, I would have to look at the rules and see what they are looking for. I think I think they want one city per square. Is the idea? One city per square. So each each square is going to be a different city or a different part of that city. So the Brandenburg Gate is going to be at some stage for Berlin. All right. But the the Rome is going to be somewhere for Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And so that there's all sorts of discussions. So which cities come where as well. So if, even if you've got a city on there, mm-hmm. which position is it going to take up? Is, is oh, yeah. Kurpark Bad Homburg going to be on Mayfair? Or sort of oh, yeah. Okay. Well, who gets I the old Kent Road? Take a look, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but the, re- the reason for Monopoly is that it's just it's a game and you have to speak while you're playing. Of course. Um, especially for the beginners, they learn how to say, you know, it's your turn, please roll the dice. They end up having to read the cards that you have the to... Reading the cards is what I more would imagine is more difficult, because the dice is obviously a number between two as yeah, well. Yeah, right. I mean, when I say but beginners, it's not just, you know, mm-hmm. false beginners. It's just beginners and intermediate, but they end up having to read the cards and understanding what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, it's just a fun game. This is not something, though, that I would play for only ten minutes. Okay. It takes longer. It that takes a little Monopoly bit longer, but longer. the time you, you know, hand out the money and do the count and all that, so... But they can handle the cards? I mean, the cards in English, certainly in the version I've got, are very old-fashioned. There's mm-hmm. things like, I don't know, uh, bank error in your favour right, things. Right, right. So that, that's a grammar that I would never use these days, or certainly words in that effect, um, or pay doctor's fees, and, and nobody right. in England pays doctor's fees uh, unless they're private, so... How would I explain that? You, you, you're going to be explaining this to the students, so you're going to have, first of all, what is this? So you're going to say there's some t- actually some partially very old vocabulary in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also maybe even um, to the extent of, I don't know, ex- explaining that these, these things don't exist anymore or have changed in a right. cultural way. So you're not only doing the language, you're doing the culture of the country as well. Right, right. The, the social structure. Mm-hmm. I mean, a word like insurance still exists. When the, mm-hmm. a nine-year-old child doesn't know what it means, I say, well, there's car insurance, there's fire insurance, yeah. life insurance, and uh, that way it makes it more real. Another game? Have you, have you tried uh, Trivial Pursuit? Because that's a similar situation. That's another one I want to get, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
because there's, again, there's different versions, obviously. There's, certainly in Germany, there's, there's, um, there's a version for children which has easy questions, hard questions, right. um, which I find is not so good because it's, it's set on a very particular period. I mean, mm. I've got an English one. I'll come to that in a minute. My, my German trivial pursuit... Oh, sorry, it's, got, it's, it's, it's a set and it's got children's questions, adult questions. That's the easy and the hard, basically. Okay. We play them as easy as hard. Uh, easy and hard. And a lot of the questions are based on the year when it came out. Yeah. So it's like in this particular soap opera, who was playing this role? Oh, and yeah. It's like, oh my God, who was, who was playing this role in 2003? Right. Which is when the, when the questions are, or even, no, I got them in 2003 and I think they're even older. Hmm. They're, they're probably about 99, 2000. So you're like, who played in this time frame? <laughs> yeah. And it makes an easy question on the card into a really hard question to play because you've got to think back to, to what was going on. And my English version, um, which is even more difficult, I think the, the German version for language teaching, if I was doing it, I think might just get away with. Mm -hmm. The English version is very advanced. Mm -hmm. I have played it in, in Germany um, with some people. And some of the... Th terminology in there is very difficult mm -hmm. um, you've got names of television programs which nobody here knows right. no, which even some even people in England don't know these days because right. my, my English version I think from 1985 um, and books films and things obviously that, that it's the English name so you're learning a lot of cultural side of what these films that you know here are actually called maybe um, but the real big difference is that because it's 1985 mm -hmm the questions are still set in, in the Cold War area. Yeah, right. So there are questions in there, for example, what is the largest city in, in the German Democratic Republic? And even German people can't answer at this day, what was the largest city in, in the GDR? Right. So... Um, yeah, it's all related to time. It's all related to this time frame, and so it makes it a very difficult game to do. So it has to be a really advanced player to, or advanced speaker mm -hmm. to do this. And at that point, you're not teaching the language anymore. You are teaching the culture of that country right. back into that time frame. That reminds me of something. When I was in Scotland, we went into a bar, and they played a game in there. Like, every Friday night they do that, and I can't think of the name. It's, it's like a spin-off of Trivial Pursuit. They ask you about certain characters from a soap opera, and you can win a T-shirt. A pub game? It's a pub, a pub game. Every Friday night, it, it's a very popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I attended a few of them. I can't tell you. <laughs> you've you've well, been out of the country for too long, wrong, I think. Uh, wrong, wrong country. That's, uh, Scotland's a different part of the United Kingdom. That's right, but, well, no, oh, I'm sorry, I take it back, I played it in Ireland and in Scotland. Okay. Yeah, and I actually participated this, in this Scotland with my husband, and we actually won. Okay. So, this but is, you know, this, beginner's luck. This is where we differ, because England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, all different parts. Yes, That's, I know. Um, yeah. But I thought they played that in England and in Wales maybe, and I, Northern I, I, Ireland. I wouldn't, know a, I wouldn't know a set name. So. Yeah, that there is a name. Well, maybe our listeners can tell us. If you know. <laughs> Please tell us. Write. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come how to, on to how you can write in a moment. Just to get through the games here. Um, we've got one here on the side, bingo. Mm-hmm. That's, Bing that's a big favorite, too. And that's especially good for beginners, for numbers. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, for German, for English, I guess you could use it for French. I mean, it's universal. Okay. And the kids usually can win a little prize, too. And I do that with my kids, too. It's a fun game to play. Okay. And any other game? Uh, I like to play Uno. That's also good. Uno um, is Uno. 
And then in English? Oh, in English, yeah. I'm sorry, I always say, would you like to play Uno? Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's good for the real beginners. I mean, when they first come to Germany and they need to learn the colors and the numbers and uh, mm. to have fun yeah. and to relax, and then they end up going home feeling like they really have accomplished something, like I can play a game with somebody in that foreign language that sounds so weird. Okay, <laughs> and, and have you heard of Tell Me? Tell me. Tell me. No, I, no, I have to show you. That. Tell me one day. Okay. Um, tell me is a disc with numbers on mm-hmm. and, and categories on cards. All right. So you spin the disc mm-hmm. and you have a category, and the category is, for example, a book or a girl's name or a sports personality, and you spin the disc, and everybody has to think of, uh, in this case, say a sports personality or a girl's name beginning with this letter. Oh, yeah, so it stops on. That. So it's uh, yeah. The German name would be sort of Stadtlandfluss, but Stadtland with one, Fluss, yeah, with, one right, ca- yeah. with one category. Ah, so yeah. it lands on sort of P, and it says name a girl's name beginning with P. And it's, so oh, everybody everybody has to think one. of one. Okay. So that's quite useful. It's um, it can be difficult depending on the category. So when I've used it at any time, mm-hmm. I've taken the cards and worked out which ones I'm going to right. use because age related. Yeah, age related. A lot of things. They if you have children. 12, 13 even, mm-hmm. and their English is starting and they're getting a certain amount of English. Um, they're still not used to thinking in this way of uh, beginning with a letter, right. whatever. Um, so you have to ask them, name, name a colour beginning with, with B. And, okay, blue. For me it's simple. Right. And, and their, their mind isn't gauged to following this. It's Not yet, yeah. It, it's, yeah they're no. not into, I can work out based on the letter, a word. They can, if you ask them to name colours, they can probably name you ten colours, but they can't get through mm. this, this way of thinking. So it's very difficult. Anyway, so to finish off with the games, if, if people want to buy the games, they've heard now Monopoly, they've heard Scrabble, the place to go is your homepage. Mm-hmm. to click on the category Educational Games. That's right, that's where they and are. That's, and that's where they are, and you can order them online, and... They'll be sent to you from Amazon in whichever country you order, depending on which game. Obviously, some games are only available in particular countries. That's right. You won't get um, French uh, French Monopoly, French Double in in all countries. So you may end up paying the postage from France. But yes, they're, they're all on it. the. It's worth it. Okay, then, and they're on the site. And how to get to the site? We've got a new address. We took the challenge last week. Or I took the challenge. You said. We can call it the Monday Podcast. So mm-hmm. I like that I w- idea. I went home and I registered www.themondaypodcast.com. It's all small. It's all written together. There's no hyphens. And that's the easiest way to us. You go to www.themondaypodcast.com and then you can select allthingsgerman.net for cultural, moving, finding flats, finding a job, things like that. And you can select Ponsion Sprachschule for language learning, resources, teachers, and that's probably the easiest way. It's the easiest address to remember. And you can get to both our home pages. If you want to leave us a comment, you can go onto one of the blogs, either All Things German or Ponzi und Sprachschule. You can leave a blog. You can leave a comment on the podcast entry. And if you want a more further discussion on any of the items we've talked about, then go to All Things German, click on Forum, and register for the Forum, where you can discuss basically anything. Okay. Okay, well... So we'll finish for today. Mm-hmm. Shorter podcast today. We'll see how it gets on, how many listeners we have this week. And okay. We'll be back next Monday. All right. Okay. So, bye. Bye. 
This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionssprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberursel, Germany.